Donald Trump will be sitting down with NBC News's Kristen Welker this Sunday as she takes over the venerable Sunday public affairs show, Meet the Press. She is a very capable journalist. But the interview raises a question. What is it that you ask Donald Trump? What should the interview be about? What is the election about? What is this moment in America about? What is the issue that the country is facing? Let's think about it like this. Is America in a crisis? Is that crisis more severe than other periods of turbulence in our politics? There is something that has not been adequately expressed by leaders of the Democratic Party about this moment in time that is essential for framing the next election and its stakes. And it's this. The American way of life is absolutely and wholly dependent on the elections process. Our entire civilization is constructed and built around what was a revolutionary concept that everybody got a chance to vote. Today in America, everybody means everybody. And that's a good thing because the right to vote has expanded. The franchise has grown. We have elections, and those elections offer a choice. I've spent a good deal of my career working around political campaigns and being involved in elections. I've been involved in winning elections, and I've been involved in losing elections. In fact, I was the person who placed the phone call for John McCain to concede the election to president-elect Barack Obama. And in that moment, the first person who mattered in America, who addressed Barack Obama as Mr. President-elect, wasn't his staff, and it wasn't his supporters. It was his defeated opponent. John McCain had every ability to do what Donald Trump did, to endlessly appeal to go state by state and ask for recounts and hand counts and everything else. But he did not because he accepted reality. He accepted the will of the American people. He accepted the basis of the election as foundational to American society. If you take away the power of people to choose their leaders, you take away the idea that brought the country to life. What Donald Trump has done and is continuing to do is assault the foundation of the American way of life. If he succeeds in his attack, which is unprecedented in the history of the country, then he will succeed in hobbling the country. Already plans are afoot, if he wins, that thousands of his appointees will come into office and they will strip bare 
the federal government. They will disassemble the government of the United States. They will operationally make it unable to function at any level. These people are nihilists. The people who assaulted the Capitol will be the people inside the government tearing it down, taking it apart. And they'll succeed in doing that in a period of months should they get back into power. And those people believe something that needs to be talked about. They don't believe that elections should determine the apportionment of limited political power temporarily to office holders who govern and represent with the consent through an election of the people that they govern. Legitimacy in government comes from the consent of the people to decide their fate. This is the essence of the American ideal. For almost 250 years, power transferred peacefully in the United States until it didn't. We should take everything that Donald Trump says literally and seriously, because in many ways, he has done exactly what he told us he would do, going all the way back to 2015, when he said he would not accept the results of an election if he didn't win. When he said it, it should have been a cause of national emergency as opposed to being ignored or laughed off or eye-rolled. The way Mitt Romney tells it, the Republican senators all snap too and become obedient sycophants when Trump is in the room. When he leaves, they laugh behind his back. Well, maybe that's what they did when he started talking about locking people up or he started talking about that he would not submit to the will of the people. The violence was inevitable because what Trump told millions of people with the help of loathsome people like Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz and Rupert Murdoch and Brett Baer and Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson and Laura Ingram and the list goes on, was that they lived under occupation, that the president was not legitimate, that he had not been elected by the will of the American people. It was a lie without a shred of evidence, and it was a lie aimed at destroying the foundation of the society to sate the ego of one man, the President of the United States, who did not want to give up his power when the American people stripped him of it. 
in an election. He did not concede. He did not walk away. And here we are in the midst of a crisis unequaled in American history that threatens the foundations of our democracy, our way of life, and our children's future unequaled since the American Civil War. That's what the election is about. Donald Trump is a man who lied to the American people 35,000 times. Donald Trump is a man who right now wields tremendous power in the society. Donald Trump is orchestrating the impeachment of President Biden behind the curtain. He is pulling his dancing monkey's strings. He is a puppeteer. And he is pulling Kevin McCarthy's strings. Make no mistake about it. Trump stands for revenge and retribution. Against who? His enemies. And his enemies are anybody who isn't in line, obedient fully to Donald Trump. Over and over and over again, he has made this clear. And what we have now is a whole of society problem. Because of the crisis of cynicism and cowardice that has fully and wholly overtaken the Republican Party, and the crisis of competence within the Democratic Party that has seen to it that the Democratic Party, the party of FDR and John Kennedy, has not yet been able to put down this anti-American fascist movement with argument to the American people about its indecency, its immorality, and its great danger. The failure has meant that Donald Trump stands even as we speak in a hypothetical matchup against Joe Biden in a campaign that 76% of the country says it doesn't want. That's the truth. We face a moment of transcendent danger because what's at stake is our way of life. And our way of life revolves around the choice of a free people up and down a ballot across a vast land to pick the people who represent us and establish law. This isn't just civics. This is foundational morally to the quality of our lives and happiness. It's what the election is about. And if you sit down with Donald Trump and you get an opportunity to interview him, it best be what the interview is about if it's going to be a successful interview. The time for all the stupidity is long past. The stakes are incredibly high and the moment is urgently serious. Let us pray 
the reporters who will be asking these questions, understand the absolute and complete failure of American media as an institution to grapple with what we are facing as a nation. Let's hope they do better. And starting on Sunday, Donald Trump can face somebody who asks him the hardest questions that he's ever been asked. Let's hope Kristen Welker does to Donald Trump what Mehdi Hassan did to this fraud, Vivek Ramaswamy. The stakes deserve the questions that matter. And the questions that matter go to the heart of who we are as a people, a country, a society. I'll be watching, and I hope you will be also.